Late last week, the Hamilton Bulldogs filled their vacant coach, head coaching position. There have been 80, we hear, 80. Steve Steos, the president and general manager, said 80 hockey guys had put their names forward wanting this job. It turns out that coaching the Hamilton Bulldogs apparently is a very coveted position. 80 people from around the world of hockey, from junior ranks, like below the OHL, to professional to the NHL had shown interest. And when all was said and done, when he had gone through all the different candidates, the man that he chose was John Gruden, who spent last year with the Flint Firebirds and is now the new, sparkling new head coach of the Hamilton Bulldogs. And John Gruden joins me now. Coach, thanks for doing this tonight. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, right off the bat, honestly, how many times over the course of your life has someone said, hey, we've got John Gruden coming in, and when you arrive, they go, wait a second, you're not the guy from the NFL. <laughs> well, I've, I've been hearing that for a long time, um, <laughs> even when he was a quarterback coach uh, for the Green Bay uh, Packers. Yeah, that would have been close to home for you, or reasonably close. Absolutely. Um, on my way from uh, school to back home in Minnesota, uh, I randomly stopped in, at a hotel and they go, do you know John Gruden, the quarterback's coach? And I'm like, I have no idea even who he is. So, um, it's kind of a funny story. Anybody ever call you Chucky? Uh, yeah. I mean, of, of course, they're always uh, not a very common name. Um, so... Now that uh, I'm around and see a few people, they're always giving me a couple shots here and there. You, now you played for a lot of a lot of years yourself. Did you have a nickname in hockey? Uh, no, I'm just mostly Grudes, I guess. Um, I know everyone has a, a nickname. Um, some not to be repeated, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but uh, all in all, um, pretty simple. Um, you know, uh, from my last name. I got to say, John, honestly, hockey players may be the worst at coming up with nicknames because they either just drop the last syllable or they add a Y to the end of it. And it, like, they got to come up with something, but it's either Groods or Groodsy. That's a, that's a good point. How, now, you were, you were drafted in 1990 in the NHL, correct? That's correct. And that is, I looked this up today, That is because I was trying to see who was up near the top or who was drafted around you. You were drafted the same year as Yaramir Yager. Could you imagine yourself still playing? Well, I mean, I'll, yeah, that is crazy. I mean, it was, he's, uh, I think I was the second year of my eligibility in my draft, so he's a year younger. So, you know, I mean, the age he has and uh, what he's done is, is quite remarkable. You were, um, well, your story, even to get to here to Hamilton, uh, frankly, is a little bit remarkable because I think many people, maybe most, but many people are going to be familiar with um, what happened in Flint last year, and you probably are more than sick to death of hearing and talking about it. But for those who don't know, and that's just a few, it was a bizarre situation. You were, um, you were fired, you were rehired, you were refired. Then the owner for his actions got banned from the league for five years, and a first round draft pick was taken away, and he was fined a quarter million bucks. And then the league went in and took the thing over. I, I mean, from the outside, John, it sounds like it was. I don't know what the right word is, mayhem. How do you describe what happened there last year? You know, uh, the, the first thing is first is, is uh, it was a great experience. Um, the one thing, um, being a first-year coach in the Ontario Hockey League and, and the respect uh, and how hard it is to win, it's, it's a great league. And, you know, that was the first thing. And then the second thing, you know, with, with what went on, 
the, the, the you know, with me still being able to communicate with the players and, and run practice and do certain things that I could control. Um, I loved it, and it was uh, it's great because you know these kids started to um, you know we try to just just go to go to work and get better. I mean that's their job. That's what uh, you know they watch why they play the game to be committed. And regardless of any situation, um, you have to make the best of it and, and not make excuses. So that was kind of our mindset to, for how we, uh, you know, kept pushing forward. And the kids, to give them credit, um, did exactly that. Did you wonder, though, with all that that was going on, did you wonder whether another opportunity would ever present itself? Because, it, you know, it can be difficult to separate the person from the situation. You, you, that's, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, as, as a player, um, you know, you can take care of yourself, you know, have a have productive year, have a good year and still get a job somewhere. Um, as a coach is really difficult. There's not many, um, coaching positions available. There's a lot of good coaches out there. So, um, I just, you know, I, I, I am uh, very fortunate, um, to say the least, um, and I'm going to take this and uh, hit this head on and, and, and go out there and make it a team effort. And I got Troy Smith to lean on, and we're you know in the process of hiring someone else. But just very excited, very fortunate um, uh, to work with Steve and, uh, and Troy and, and, and get this thing going in the right direction. John, did you ever in that whole thing though? Did you ever begin to doubt yourself? Because, I mean, you know, the team was struggling and it was difficult. Did you doubt yourself at all, or did you look at it and say, you know you know what, I'm just in a awkward situation that a lot of other guys had never found themselves in? Yeah, I, 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 don't, doubt my, I don't doubt myself. Um, I'm confident in the uh, fact of, of how I go about, um, how we go about, I should say, as a staff, and, and what, what I expect um, for these young men um, to get better. Um, so the confidence never went away, you know, from the, from the time, um, you know, we, we even didn't have a first round last year. Well, um, Mike McLeod, he ended up, um, going to Mississauga, but it's, um, it's, it's part of certain things, but I'm very confident, uh, that I was going to still even get another opportunity. Um, I'm excited and, uh, can't wait to get started. Because of all that, do you feel when you come here to Hamilton and you've got a, there are a lot of people who believe you've landed in a really good spot with a good situation, but because of all that, do you feel you have something to prove or have you proven that already in your mind? No, no, no. I have something to prove. Uh, no question. There's, um, every day you have something to prove. I think, uh, you know, some coaches I've played for and, and being around the game as a coach, um, Man, as soon as you, I think as soon as you think you have it figured out, you're in trouble. Um, you always got to continue as a player um, to push yourself uh, to figure out uh, how to get better and, and, and listen um, to people that are on the staff because um, there's always people that know and you got to just take it. And then ultimately, when you're the head coach, you, it's on you. So, but um, I, we have a lot of lots to prove, especially myself. Um, I don't really think of this pressure. I think of it as just this preparation. If we prepare ourselves properly, um, get everybody on the same page, I believe we will do really good things. Well, let me go back to my other point. There are, as I say, there are a lot of people who look at the roster you've inherited 
uh, who look at the youth of that roster from last year, a year older now, who look at the organization around you with the the people that are in place and say, you know what, uh, John's actually got he's landed pretty well here. That that if he does this right, if this team goes the right direction, they could this year or next be pretty good. Now I know you played them, I think twice last year. You played Hamilton twice. You've been co- head coach now for five or six days. I mean, it's not exactly like you've studied everybody, but do, do you have a sense of what it is that this team needs to take that next step? Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, I've been reaching out to all the players, um, you know, just kind of taking it one step at a time, not trying to not trying to rush everything, but I've been reaching out, um, just introducing myself, um, you know, basically uh, just as a clean slate. Hey, we're all here to compete. You're still, uh, when you step on that ice, um, uh, everyone has that opportunity. Um, they want to prove to the coaching staff that you know they're ready that they they're in the off season prepared but we we look at that roster and we get really excited and um just like we want to uh, get them excited when we're speaking to them now so when they get to training camp um we're, we're ready to roll and uh just like i said it's, it's it is very exciting to see that roster and, and just talking to the kids as well too they and the tone of their voice, they, they sound very excited and, uh, and they're chomping at the bit to get here in uh, late August. Your new boss, uh, Steve Steos, was, I thought, very candid, remarkably candid at your introductory press conference when he pointed out that there were some issues with this team last year. Now, you obviously were not here. I'm not asking you about those particular issues. But you are a guy who even in spite of some of the challenges in Flint, seemed anyway, John, to be very, very well liked by your players. The first time the co- the uh, the owner let you go, your entire team walked out in support of you. Are you a player's coach in your mind? Well, I, I think that the player's coach thing is, is it's one thing. I think any, any of the players that play for me, I'm not a player's coach because I let them do what they want. And that's probably the exact opposite. Um, I just expect um, them to be committed and not just interested in playing the game. Um, I'm very uh, black and white, I should say, what I expect. Um, but also in today's kid, you know, today's athlete, um, you know, it's okay to encourage them as well. And then once they see, and, and once you try to uh, explain and show them things and teach, um, they start to believe and they start to see results. And then, you know, they start to change a little bit, too, because it's not always the coach's fault. Um, I played the game as well. Um, the players have to look at themselves in the mirror and really go, you know, maybe I need to change a little bit, too. So that I'm, I'm, I really believe it's one of my strong points as far as the communication and um, being patient, but also, um, you know, at the end of the day, when they step on that ice and practice, most importantly, um, they're ready to compete and uh and, and play at a high level and a pace um, and enjoy it as well. So as long as they understand what you want very clearly, they'll buy in? I I believe so. And if they don't, then it's probably not the right place for them, right? So mm. it's something Steve and I and Troy, and, and we'll, get the, we'll get the pulse of the team and the players and um, you know try to get them to understand um, that the hockey is the ultimate team sport. Um, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with and the way you play the game, and with that comes the individual success afterwards. One thing I do find really interesting, though, about this is um, in the offseason, before you were hired, Steve had said one of his, his main priorities was he had a bunch of forwards, a bunch of offensive players here that really hadn't 
tapped into their full potential, and he wanted a coach who could bring that out of them. You're a defenseman. Troy Smith, your associate head, your associate coach, is a defenseman. Steve was a defenseman, and all of you were moderately low-scoring defensemen when you played. How do you do that then? How do you, as guys who weren't necessarily high-scoring players, tap into that? You know, it, it, it's it's it's. <laughs> I'm just going back even to when I played and I cracked, and I was considered an offensive defenseman, and, and really in today's game and. What is an offensive defenseman? I think defensemen, uh, there's, there's a certain foundation they need. Their job with the five-man unit is to keep the puck out of the net and then join the rush instead of leaving it, uh, jump in the seams, be the fourth man in attack, and then you know teach the forwards how to you know when to go fast, when to go slow, and, and look for that fourth guy. So it's it's a transitional period. Once I started to realize that I was better as uh, not a offensive defensive, my game got better <laughs> and was able to get a chance later on in my career to another get another chance in the NHL. So first is that foundation, then after that, um, you know, then it's then the offense comes. But we don't want to. We you have to utilize your defenseman to get him in the play, but understand it's, it's first move puck for and then join. So and that and that'll that's a process that'll take some time. Um, but we're looking forward to it and excited about the challenge. Am I correct that you, uh, in your NHL career, you had one NHL goal? <laughs> you are correct. So uh, I, do you I, remember I, it? It's kind of, uh, how can you forget? I mean, you score one goal. I mean, it's it, it's real simple. Um, and it was, I believe, in uh, my last year, uh, one of my last years when I was with uh, the Capitals. And what happened? <laughs> uh, man, I could really go back about a minute before and tell you exactly everything, but I don't want to bore everybody with details. But it was uh, in the offensive zone, and it was uh, I kind of creeped down from the the backside of the defense, and there's a rebound that came right out, and uh, I was fortunate enough to put it in the back of the net. Where, where do you keep you? You have to have that puck, right? You got you got it tucked away somewhere. Oh, yeah, I have the puck, and it was on, and I know it was on Garcinal too, and I know him so. Uh, <laughs> It's not that difficult to, to realize when you score one goal on which goalie and what team and, and, and how it happened. Was he wearing that giant cheating equipment at the time, though, which would have made it a better goal if he had those enormous shoulder pads on? I think they were. Thank God he fell down and was a wide open net. <laughs> <laughs> well, John Gruden, listen, it's uh, it's good to have you in Hamilton. I'll tell you what the best part about Hamilton is. You can drink the water here. So there, there <laughs> that's already a step up from uh, from where you were. But listen, we're uh, congratulations on getting the gig. It is, uh, we're looking forward to seeing what this team can do this year and uh, looking forward to see what you can do with them. Thanks for doing this tonight. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. Thanks, guys.